How's it going, Los man? How you doing? Um, what's going on, bro? Like I'm good for the on. most part, other than working on my house. Still got paint on my hands. Um, sink broke on me. I had to fix that, which that was totally annoying. Mm -hmm. um, um, painting one of the rooms, and now I have a problem with one of my light switches. So I got to freaking start smashing holes in the walls and see what's wrong with the electric. Ah, uh, I feel you, man. I feel you. Um, you know, listen, it's not that I can't work. I can't do electric electric work. I've done it. Yeah, but it's not my favorite thing to do. I could imagine that electric work is probably freaking annoying. Like I've never done electric work before, but it just seems like it would be an annoying thing to do. Honestly, no, it's it's actually pretty simple. It, it's just very much you know you you just have to double and triple check your work to make sure you don't start a fire. Jeez, yeah, that's why I would rather hire somebody because I would not trust myself with wires. Won't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, he um, says that. Yeah, he'll he'll wire up like a whole camera, a whole sound system, lighting system. <laughs> but no, he don't trust himself with wires. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, I I didn't set up my whole desk with the cameras and lights. That that definitely wasn't me, for sure. Um, but no, same here, man. Just you know, working, getting stuff situated with the pod. Got some good ideas coming up. Some good merch ideas. Just like Los mentioned in chat. Uh, we're trying to get a, a, a chocolate bunny t-shirt thing going. We've been talking about chocolate bunny on this channel and on this podcast for so long. It's becoming a meme. It's becoming yeah. part of the channel, you know, basically. Um, so that's something that we're going to work on. And I didn't even do a formal intro, but this is J house radio episode 68. Ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you stopping by anybody who's watching live, hit the thumbs up. If you're listening to the audio version, check us out on YouTube, watch us live. We're on YouTube. We have other content that we're dropping here, you know, join the family on the live side of, on, on the video side of things, shall I say. Um, and you could see KJ sexy shirt. Yes. Although always. today he's not wearing a sexy shirt. It's just a today's shirt is not sexy okay everybody who knows me knows i'm a new york jets fan today as of the time of this recording my new york jets played and we played horrible so um yeah i'm still gonna rock it anyway i'm still gonna rock it that hard everyone fan. knows who watches the show that i'm a big eagles fan and we won today yeah 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 we'll see how long that lasts um but listen the jets winning streak just kind of went <laughs> dude we we literally went three and no preseason i was so excited going into regular season regular season because when have we been three and oh at any point it's been a while since we've been three and oh you know in general whether it's regular season season or preseason what was that so, that that uh the just glory days with joe montana was it joe montana no i wish we had joe montana um, who was it that the um Ryan's fitzpatrick oh joe namath you're talking about joe namath yeah, yeah. In the 70s yes that was the last time we had glory days i mean we came close with Fitzpatrick for a little bit. We were actually in playoff contention. And I think that was the last time we were actually competing for playoff spot was when we had Fitzpatrick. And that was freaking years ago. For like a lifetime ago. Um, but yeah, guys, today we have a lot of stuff to talk about on today's episode. Uh, we're going to be jumping into She-Hawk episode four. We're going to give our thoughts on that real quick. You guys on the YouTube side of things have left some great comments about uh, your thoughts on what we thought about episode three. And keep it coming, man. Keep the comments coming. Um, yeah, so, some were good, some were bad. Listen, we appreciate all opinions, you know, for sure, for sure. So, you um, know, because uh, even bad opinions keep us on our toes to keep the show, keep improving the show. We can't fix what's wrong if you don't tell us what's wrong. 
and, and honestly at the end of the day it's 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 your guy's opinion you know like we're here to have fun with this thing we call pop culture and like discuss it with us if you don't agree with what we talked about that's awesome let's talk about it you know that's and what more we're here importantly for. thank you for watching and thank you for listening we appreciate it sure indeed sure indeed um so yeah we're going to talk about uh she hawk episode four give our thoughts on that um we're also going to break down everything that came out of d23 which i almost forgot was even happening these past few days until i saw all the trailers drop on youtube yeah. um plus a few other topics that we're going to jump into so before we do that los do you have any PWLs you want to start off with this week? I am. Well, I just downloaded the whole Tomb Raider. Um, uh, Tomb Raider. Um, I guess it's three games that that uh, they were selling on uh, PlayStation Plus. Okay. Like three dollars. So I was like, yeah, what the hell? I like Tomb Raider. So I bought not? that, but I'm replaying Miles Morales Spider-Man. Really? You liked it that much? Yeah. You want to play it again? It was a lot more fun than The Amazing Spider-Man, mm -hmm. but it was so short that I don't mind replaying it. You know, like I don't feel like I'm losing 120 hours or whatever. It can yeah. just, I'll just run through that game in like 30, 40 hours. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, scratch that itch. True. True. I, um, I, I still haven't finished Miles Morales. I did start it. I did start it. My problem is I'm having a problem finishing games right now. Uh, that that's, it's, oh yeah. It's yeah a real like thing. Ghost of Shishima. Still haven't finished that one yet. All right. So what are you watching those? Um, <laughs> what's on your watching and listening list <laughs> um i'm not really watching a lot of stuff right now because most of the stuff that i'm watching um has either ended or is about to start so right now the only thing i'm really watching is star trek lower decks the animated star trek series okay interesting interesting and i'm re-watching stargate universe oh yeah you you, you told me you love that show you used to always yeah. talk about it so good <laughs> and here, what makes it good is is Here's where you have these the uh, the wrong people stuck in stuck in outer space with no chance of getting any help and it's how they go through stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what makes it so good because it's like real people. True, true indeed. <clears throat> um my well, are you are you still doing your your PWL or? No, that's it. I'm done. That's it. That's all you're all right. So me, uh what I'm playing, I'm playing Shredder's Revenge. Uh, dropped a few months ago. Um, anybody who knows me knows I'm a big Ninja Turtles fan. Uh, it's just an old school beat em up uh, that looks like the old school Ninja Turtles game. Um, I just recently jumped back into that. Me and my little man are playing that, so we're having but fun with that. Wasn't that actually in the arcades? Um, I believe so. I I'm not sure if if it was actually Shredder's Revenge that was in the arcades. Um, but it does look like the old school Ninja Turtle games that were like in the arcades back in the day, like same art style and all that. So sound um, effects and everything. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's pretty cool. Like my kids love turtles, you know, so it's like the perfect game to like play with their, you know, like play with your kids or if you're into turtles in general, just play with some buddies. So, um, that was pretty cool. Um, let me see what else am I doing? What am I watching? I'm watching Albit, Abot, Abit, whatever. <laughs> I think that's how you how, how you pronounce it. Albit University. I mean ele elementary on HBO Abbott Max. Abit University. Abit. There we go. Um, Abit elementary, elementary on HBO Max. If the best way to describe it, if you were to take the office and put it in an elementary school, that's basically what it is. And basically. I work in one. And let me tell you something. That's not that far from the truth. <laughs> the the lead actress Quinta Brunson 
used to be part of oh god hold on a second. i gotta scroll down buzzfeed okay. she was one of the buzzfeed uh, uh personalities really yeah in 2014 2015 oh wow interesting as soon as I saw her, I was like, I know this chick. Where do I know her from? So IMDb, our favorite place. IMDb. And I looked and I checked up. Yeah, she's from BuzzFeed. When BuzzFeed was actually really good. Interesting, interesting. Um, have you have you checked out The Office? Like, do you know much about The Office? Or No, that just doesn't doesn't seem interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. basically what this show is about. It's, based in, it's actually based in Philly as well. Is the it? Show, yeah, yeah, the show is based in Philly. They, there's so much... Philly slang and terms. Uh, they talk about the Eagles all the time. Some of the teachers have like Eagles, like me- like memorabilia in in their classroom. Um, if if oh, you're... you're talking about in, in Abbott Elementary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you're talking about in 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 the office. Oh no 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 yeah in Abbott it's it's an elementary school that is in Philly basically and um yeah for for anybody who's a Philly fan you know or just from Philly this might actually be a pretty good show to actually check out. Um, See, it's actually, that it's was act- my problem with uh, it's always it's always sunny. What is it called? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. What's it called? Yeah, I, I think it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, season one was great. Like they actually went to like the Italian market. They actually went to real places in Philly. Oh, so yeah. I was hooked on. It. I was like, oh, my God, there's this, there's this, there's that. And then second season, I don't know what happened. I think they were in a studio. You didn't see anything of Philly. And I was like, I'm done with the show. Uh, what did you? Well, this one. They don't really go anywhere outside the school. I think they might go to a few places here and there. I'm only, I think I'm only on episode like three or four with my girl right now. Um, so the place, I mean, the, the show primarily takes place in the school. So uh, it's it's pretty funny. I, I think you guys should check it out. Even if you're not from Philly, it's, it's, it's worth a watch. If you love The Office, you might actually like this. It's, it's, it's pretty um, good. Also, what's his name from Everybody Hates Chris is on yes. the show. He's hilarious freaking hilarious man like he has tyler like that something or other tyler williams tyler james williams something like that tyler something yeah i think so uh i think that's his name um but yeah it's, it's, it's definitely good you guys should definitely check it out if you're into that kind of dry humor you'll freaking love it um listening to mine listening to is a little different this week i'm getting back into playing piano so i guess you can kind of call that listening to because i'm listening to more piano uh music to kind of inspire me uh i started so playing piano. the jazz classical um more classical at this point i mean i'm always listening to jazz like that's always that that's part of my part of my repertoire um but listening to more classical music uh i've suddenly got that um interest to want to get back into it again so um, yeah, getting back to playing the piano and uh, I'll definitely keep you guys posted with that. I'll probably throw some stuff up in Discord once I uh, get more comfortable with it again. Okay. So, um, Los, random facts. What you got for me today, buddy? Oh, I don't have any random fact. You don't have a random fact? You're like the random fact. You don't you're like, me for today, bro. You're like the random fact machine. It's in the show notes. All right, well, here's what we're going to do. Give me a random fact about Los. Something that the people do not know. Uh, Spanish was my first language. Easy. Come on. No, I'm serious. Like, my parents didn't know English. So all they did is teach me Spanish at first. Then my mother learned English from Sesame Street. And then I started learning English from my mother in the school. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, That's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool fact that I didn't even know about you. 
Um, right, I, I got one for you. Okay, go for it. All clocks in Pulp Fiction are set to 420. I did know that. I did know that. That was actually pretty cool when I found that out. I was like, of course, it's Quentin Tarantino. Why Why, why wouldn't it be? Why yeah, not? He's annoying, though. Man. Sorry. I liked him in the 90s, but like, as the more popular he got, the more annoying he got to me. I wish to hear him speak. I don't know. Really? Yeah, he just like, I don't know if it's, he sounded more full of himself or something else. It just, I started liking him less and less personality. And I stopped liking films too. Yeah. For me too. I, I think as time went on, some of his films became less interesting to me. I haven't watched a Quentin Tarantino film, like any of his recent films, like at all. I think the last one I probably watched was, I don't even remember, maybe Kill Bill. Maybe. The last one I saw was uh, Django Unchained. Oh yeah. That was the last one I saw. I did watch. I, f- I forgot that was his film. Actually, I completely forgot. And it had some really good moments in it, but then it just kind of. It was okay. It 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 wasn't his best work. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, Dark Legion in chat said, "What was it tough, um, at all to learning English?" No, because I was a kid. Um, no. you know, it's one of the, like I learned it through school, talking to other people. Um, you know. And in my house, it was a simple rule. My mother spoke English. My father spoke Spanish. That way, we kept both languages together, you know. And my mother literally learned it off Sesame Street as we were watching it as kids. Really? Yeah, she learned it off Sesame Street and the electric company, you know, and all that other stuff. Oh, hey, wow. it's for Apple. So my mother would learn little by little. So she learned English off of Sesame Street. That's crazy. Literally. I've, I've known you literally for like 20,000 years, and I've just learned that. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting fact about those. Um, my Oddly enough, though, the weird thing is I learn languages through Spanish easier than I do through English, even though the language I mastered is English. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. That That's just a weird thing in my brain. I've tried learning so many languages. Yeah. Failed miserably. <laughs> but um, but if I learn them through Spanish, I have a tendency to, to retain certain as opposed to learning through English where it just one year out the other. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's a interesting. random fact. There you go. Good random fact, bro. Good random fact. Uh, my random fact for today, um, the hexagonal lenses on a bee are so strong that they can see ultraviolet rays that humans can't even perceive. Ooh, that would make sense. They yeah. like flowers. Because they like flowers? I don't get the... Well, um, bees recognize flowers through... Uh, the patterns on the petals that can only be seen in ultraviolet light. Oh, okay. That's why they always want to know flowers. Yeah, because th- that's why they spend all that's the time. Why on you see bees got go to flowers that are um, in the daytime as opposed to nighttime. There's no ultraviolet for them to see the flowers. Interesting. See, even within the random fact, low is a random fact. <laughs> yeah, use a ton of useless. Knowledge. Jeez Louise. I love it though. That that's why it's like one of my favorite segments of the show for sure. Um, all right, cool beans. So we're gonna jump into well, Los, I'm gonna let you lead off with this topic. This is something you brought up to me. Um, so I'm gonna let you uh start off with Oh, we're talking quick. with the AI. Okay. Yeah. So there is this website uh called Dal E two. D A L L dash E the number two. And what it does is you give it a text prompt. And the AI will create an image for you. So what happens is uh, in the Colorado State fine 
fine arts competition, a person named Jason Allen uh, submitted an image that was created through Dolly and won. So now artists are up in arms. They're fuming. They don't think it's fair. And it's not art created by an artist, art created by a computer. And now they had no problems with digital art. Like if you create your art digitally, it's okay. that a computer generated for you and you're claiming it, it's yours because it's not yours. But he's like, it is mine. I created the prompt, a special <laughs> prompt that was, I think he said it was like 150 words. Those uh -huh. 150 words gave him an incredible image. And it is a gorgeous image. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous image. I looked at it actually. Um, it is, it is a nice image, but it does get could to you that. Put, could you put it up for everyone to see? Sure. Can you send me the link in? Actually, let me see. I think I might still have the link. I just got to type it in. Uh, it'd be easier. Can you send me the link in Discord? Or do you not can, have it saved on Discord? I can, I can send it to you an email. Oh, yeah. Cool. Do that. And then I'll pull it up. Um, I guess it does blur the lines where it's like, what is, especially nowadays, what is considered... I just sent it to you. All right. Especially nowadays, what is considered art and what isn't considered art? That's the question. Well, see, I agree with the other artists that, um, and I also send you a link to where the image is from, uh, okay. that you should not be able to enter that into a contest because an art contest, contest is done by artists. So I do agree that that image should be disqualified because he did not create the image. If you're doing an AI image art competition, then his 150 word prompt makes sense. Yeah. But he didn't create the image. So I don't think you should get the, 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 the win the prize. I mean, I do get what the guy is saying. I do understand that he's trying to say, hey, I created this. You did. That is your art, I guess, you know, if you want to say that. But the thing is, is like, if that's not what the contest called for, then that's not really what they would consider art in their contest, basically. You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't know, like overall, would you, I mean, I'm guessing you consider digital art to be art, right? Art is art, no matter how you do it, basically. Yeah, I don't care if you create it in Photoshop, Procreate, you know, MS Paint, you know, sculpture, ice sculpture, crayons even. If you yeah. created it, that's art, period. Yeah. It doesn't have to be good art, but it's art, you know. Um, the, the problem with art is once you release it into the world, you have zero control over it. It's the oh, yeah. eye of the audience that says whether it's good or bad, whether they like it or they don't, if it needs improvement, if it doesn't need improvement, if it's beautiful or if it's ugly. It's the only problem with art. You don't. You can create it, but you don't essentially own it. Your viewers own it because how many people have paintings up? And people go, oh, that's my favorite book. Oh, that's my favorite song. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So you don't really own it, your audience. That is true. That's true. That's true. I'm trying to see if I can pull it up for you guys. It's like kind of being annoying right now. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, your PC doesn't like you today. No, it doesn't. And I think what it is... I think my PC is in the middle of doing an update right now. You know, Windows, they're always updating like every five seconds. I actually don't. I've been a Mac guy since I've been an Apple guy since the Apple II. 
Wow, really? Yeah. Jeez. Since Apple so, II. Jeez and mind you, there was a point where I was working on so many Macs, you know, because I was working with film people and script people and artists, digital artists and Photoshop artists, that there was four years that I didn't see a PC. So when I was doing some tech support and I finally saw a PC, I was like, hey, man, they actually still make these? People were looking at me all weird. And I was so like, they Bro. actually still make these? Yeah, literally. <laughs> I was, and they were like, dude, you do realize that your people have Macs, not in my world. My world, I've, this is the first PC I've seen in four years. What happens with Dolly, I could literally type in a duck wearing a life vest and it'll give me five images of a duck wearing a life vest. I can put a duck wearing a life vest in the style of uh, Van Gogh and it'll show it to me. So it really, wow, that's yeah. interesting. You've never mentioned that? The computer just knows what Van Gogh looks like. It just draws yes. bingo. Really? That's crazy. I've never, I've never used that software. My name in chat, my lady says you might as well transfer everything over. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, something else I got to do, right? More things I have to add to my plate in regards to content creation. Yeah. And I here's love the it. thing with Dolly, you can uh, join a wait list or okay. someone could invite you in to do it. And then you could do your prompt. Like you could literally say an astronaut on a horse riding on the moon. And it'll give it to you. Do you have to pay for Dolly? Is Dolly free? As far as I know, it's free. Interesting. Um, and I've heard a lot about it. A lot. That might have to be our, our recommendation for today. <laughs> that might yeah. be a recommendation. Can I join the wait list? I don't know. I'd look into that. It's called Dolly, D-O-L-L-Y. D-A-L-L-E. Oh, wow. Okay. I might, I might forget that chat. Somebody send that to me. <laughs> I might forget that. Um, so yeah, interesting, interesting way to do art. Um, but like I said, to some people it's considered art. It's just that for that particular contest, it's not, but I think art is whatever you make it is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. But so. do you think it's art when a computer generates? Do I think art is art when a computer generates it? Yes. I, I believe art is. Art is what we decide that art is. Like who? Okay, like who so is anybody? Question for you. Okay. If you entered into, let's say, a song, uh, um, a song competition, mm -hmm. right? Do you think it's fair that somebody would won if they typed into uh, uh, a computer prompt and an AI made the song? So, in terms of a contest, no, it's not fair. Okay. But if, in terms of just art just being art however you want to create that it's up to you if you consider you typing in a computer to make your song and you might do a little few tweaks here and there if that's your way of making your art then that's fine some people might look at Capasso, um, uh picasso and look at his form of art some people are like well it's just a bunch of blotch colors just thrown together in some weird way no listen cubism which is picasso's so famous for it's so hard to digest for me. But there are some people who look. I remember going to the Philadelphia Museum of Art, right? In college. Yeah. One of our assignments was to go look at paintings. Yeah. So I was looking at this Picasso painting. I'm like, I have no clue what this is. There's an eyeball. There's a hand. There's a nose. But I don't know what this is. <laughs> and some random dude comes up. He goes, oh, my God, what a beautiful lady. And I was looking at him. I was like, drug me. Like, uh, but then he pointed it out to me. Okay, this is a woman. It's because of this and this and this and this. 
Okay. Interesting. I still don't like it, but I think it's an interesting way to look at things. I mean, you know, but like I said, art is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, my name in chat says it can be art, but that competition was unfair. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I, I see it agree. too. That's pretty much how I see it too. So, art is what you make it, guys, for sure. All right. So our next topic that we're going to jump into for our show notes here is She-Hulk episode four. Um, what do you think, Los? It was good. It was funny, and it was dumb. All at the same time. Wow. What a, what an analogy. It was good. It was funny. It was dumb. All at the same time. Why? Yeah. Okay. It was good because they continued the formula. They continued breaking the fourth wall. They kept showing you like little bits and pieces of her life. Like she's wearing men's suits because they don't make women's suits big enough for her when she's in She-Hulk. She's still breaking the fourth wall. She's still saying these kind of dumb jokes. She's still kind of awkward. Right. Uh, when she goes into She-Hulk, she almost becomes a different person, but not really. The whole mm-hmm. dating thing, I, like I was really weary of it. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know one of these. Oh, my God, I'm so in love. They're blah, 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 blah. But it turned out to be really funny. And here's the in this episode was the first time you saw the She-Hulk act like a superhero and get into a superhero fight with all those little demon bat yeah um side note uh chat this is gonna be uh spoilers mild spoilers for the show uh we will give thumbs up when spoilers is over for anybody who is watching live no but Um, this was in the trailer so this is not like i'm saying anything that isn't not that is not in the trailer if you've seen the trailer this isn't spoiled for you you see it in there (laughs) yeah so we'll try to you saw her fighting these demon bat rat things. sure indeed sure indeed um Honestly, oh, dude. it was dumb because what's her face? Wong's Wong's bestie. Oh my goodness gracious. Honestly, man. Like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. She Hawk episode four. Horrible. Uh, I, I I honestly think I might be done with the series. I'm Hi. going to listen, I'm going to stick with it because it's Marvel. And I want to keep up with with what's going on in the MCU and et cetera, et cetera, because I know things might happen some somewhere in the in the show. I'm not feeling it, man. I'm really not feeling it. Yes, I wish I, you could stick to it like you did with Star Trek. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I mean, I wish you would have wow. stuck to it like you supposed to do for Star Trek. <laughs> oh man, shots fired. Shots fired. Okay. I went there. You went I there. went there. You went there. It's okay. I deserve that. I deserve that. Um. So yeah, it's just I'm not I'm not feeling it. The uh, I think She Hawk. Um, dang, what is the actress's name? I forgot her name. Um, hold on, give me one second. She was also in um. Orphan Black. Orphan Black. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that one. Um, well, the show is really interesting because, um. The actress, uh, Tatiana, Tatiana Maslany. Tatiana Maslany. Uh, it's a show where she has multiple copies of herself, clones in existence. They all have different personalities. Okay. And I had forgotten about this show, and because she's on She-Hulk, now I want to see it. Interesting. I might have to check that out. You might have to uh, remind me about that one. Um, but yeah, her her as an actress, um, like. When she's not She-Hulk, when she's just playing Jennifer Walters, I'm fine. You know, 
like I said, I love the sarcasm. I love the banter between her and Wong, her and her co-workers. That's fun. It feels like I'm watching a pretty interesting comedy. It's just that anything outside of that, it's just, it's boring. I don't know. What, I don't. Okay. What What do you find boring exactly? Because I'm, I'm, I enjoyed the show. You know, is it Marvel's best? Absolutely not. But is it entertaining? Absolutely. It's better than WandaVision. Uh, whoa. Did you just say She-Hawk is better than, better WandaVision? than WandaVision? Oh, Absolutely. I cannot believe I cannot believe you just said that. WandaVision was a whole collection of, huh? Wow. Everybody in chat, everybody who's listening, I want you to leave comments about how you feel about Los's comments about saying She-Hawk is better than WandaVision. I yeah, love WandaVision. I I I thought WandaVision was fun because it was it tapped into different parts of my childhood with each episode, I think going up to like maybe the fifth or sixth one, each episode had a, had like a theme to it and each episode represented a classic TV show. Like we started off with the black and white, which kind of reminded us of Bewitch. And then right. we within like each, uh, I, don't, I can't think of what other shows it was getting ins- inspiration from. But to me, that was fun. It was different. Marvel was trying something very different with WandaVision. I remember going into WandaVision, looking at this, like, what is this going to be? We have a show about Wanda and Vision as a couple. What the heck is Marvel thinking? This sounds ridiculous. And And it was ridiculous. And it wasn't. I wouldn't say it it was. lived so much in the, the TV sitcom world that I was like, where is this going? Each week I would watch it and I was like, Okay, you've imitated this show. Okay, you've imitated this show. Where is this going? The best parts of WandaVision were outside the town, not inside the town. Really? Inside, that's I really Go ahead. I, I just I, I was I'm not that type of TV person. Stand? Like yeah. have I watched Bewitched? Sure. Have I do I can I tell the episodes apart? No. Could I tell you what episodes what episodes I've watched? No. Could I tell you the nose thing? Yeah, that's it. And bewitched. Wow. And, and she had a gay uncle. Gay uncle? Yeah. Who was the gay? What in B in uh WandaVision? In bewitched. Oh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember that show that well. I was like, wait, there was a gay uncle okay, in okay. WandaVision. But you don't remember that show that well. But yet you're like, oh my god, I love the first part of this bewitched. See, see what I mean? No, no, no. It's I'm like, not saying it, it, I love the first one because of Bewitch. I like that they were tapping into getting inspiration from those old school was, shows. When I used to sit down as a kid and watch television, I wasn't watching. I wasn't watching Bewitch. I'd rather watch Good Time than Bewitch. Wow. Okay. I mean, I you know what? I would watch Sanford and Son than something else. You see what I'm trying to say? I like Dukes you. of Hazard, Airwolf, things like that. Sesame Street. But I wasn't raised on that kind of television so for me i didn't care and that and honestly that that's totally understandable you know everybody is definitely entitled to feel how they feel about you know um like these marvel shows and stuff like that uh for me it was the complete opposite anything that was outside the town was like kind of lackluster for me like for me that was the most interesting part you know it was definitely way better than obi-wan kenobi that boring sad show (laughs) God, that show just dragged. Oh my God, he was so sad all the time. <laughs> and I stood through that just for the podcast. 
Just like you did through Star Trek. Yeah, so She-Hawk episode <laughs> four review. No, no, but seriously, seriously, <laughs> like, um, listen, I, I know we joke and we bother each other and bust each other's chops because, you know, we're friends. That's what we do. Yeah. But uh, honestly, back to the topic, what was it exactly that you didn't like about episode four? Um, th- was it the dating part of it? Was it the fighting part of it? Was it Wong that you didn't like? Was it, you know, or was it just that they added really weird things like, you know, Wong having his bestie? Yeah, I, no. I think it's just the little weird things. I know they're trying to experiment. They're trying to have fun with the show. Uh, I just feel like the writing just doesn't feel like Marvel. It doesn't feel like they're giving their best. I'm not saying that, hey, I want you to give me top quality Marvel film in this uh, like mini series. I'm not saying that. The writing just feels like uninteresting to me. It just feels very lackluster. The animation. I, I personally feel that you look at it that way because you're expecting a quote-unquote Marvel show like, you know, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, instead of looking at it as a law show. Because remember, it's She-Hulk attorney at law. A law show mixed in with superhero problem. Maybe. Maybe it could be that. And I kind of think that that's why you're you're not getting interested in it. It's because you're, you're looking at it through different eyes. You know, and, I, and I'm being serious when I say this. It's kind of like when you watch Star Trek, you looked at it through Star Wars eyes instead of watching through new eyes, trying to get it for what it was. And I think sometimes our expect, like we're so stuck on our expectations mm-hmm. that we sometimes will give certain other formats a chance. Maybe that was my issue with Obi-Wan, where I expected it to be more like The Mandalorian. And instead, what I got was something that was far from it. Yeah, I mean... That could be a possibility. I mean, going into the show, I figured that it would be a little different. We're talking about attorney of law. There's going to be, I was actually excited about the law aspects going into this one. I watched a lot of law and order, even though that's not the same thing, but I love law and order. Um, and I was intrigued to see how Marvel was going to intertwine law into, you know, this universe, because like I said, Marvel has experiment, experimented with a lot of different things that they've been very successful with. And I was looking forward to seeing what they were going to do in regards to this. And it's not just the fact that, oh, it's law and it's more of that than action. It's just that what they're giving me is just not interesting. It's it's uh, the, the writing just doesn't feel like they're giving me enough effort to make me. I mean, to just make it interesting to me, it's just not interesting. I'm not interested in the story that they're telling. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever read a She-Hulk comic book? Never. That's why. Probably. Possibly, but if there's a lot of... Read the, if you would read just literally two or three... By the way, you know that all the QR codes that pop up on She-Hulk, if you scan it, you'll get a free comic book. There's a QR code in She-Hulk. Yeah, if you go through <laughs> if you go through the She-Hulk episodes, there are QR codes, and if you scan it, you get a free comic book. And if you start reading some of those comics, you'll understand why the show is the way it is because it's trying to follow much uh much of what the comic book format hmm. interesting i might have to go back and uh check out some of the episodes and see if i can find a uh moon knight did the QR same code. thing too there were qr codes randomly throughout the show and if you scan the qr code you would get a free episode of moon knight free issues of comic book moon knight interesting that's interesting. the new thing that marvel's doing that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I got to give it up to Marvel. Marvel is very creative with the way they go about like delivering their content. Got to give them big ups to that. 
Um, I mean, this episode out of all four so far is probably, I would have to say 100% my least favorite. Um, episode three is probably, I think, I think episode two was probably my favorite so far. Okay. So here's the legal thing, uh, in She-Hulk that you probably skipped over. When Wong was complaining about Donnie Blaze. Yeah. Um, he was, you know, he goes, oh, nobody should practice the mystic arts, you know, unless they're, for lack of a better term, licensed. Mm-hmm. And she was turning and going, well, did they sign a contract? Did they sign an NDA? Did they do this? Did they do this? She's like, he's like, no. He's like, well. And then that <laughs> digs into the legal thing. And then yeah. and once you understand that and you start looking at, at the court case, you're seeing how Wong is so separate from our real world that he was unprepared for this court case. And because he was so unprepared for this court case, he calls his bestie to testify, you know? And when he turns around and goes, oh my God, uh, and he prays to somebody, he goes, please help me, please show me some mercy. In Mm -hmm. the comic book, it's the God of mercy in that comic book. Really? So, yeah. Oh, okay. um, So if you're looking at it that way and you're seeing how these people who don't live in our world um, are now have to deal with legal parts of our world. You see how that the, the series makes more sense. It's like, hey, come back to reality because She-Hulk is essentially based in reality. She wants to be a lawyer. She doesn't want the superhero stuff. She wants to, to do all the legal stuff. But unfortunately, the superheroes keep getting in the way and she's got to work yeah. the law in a whole completely different angle. And so that's, those are the things that I like. Could they dive more into the legal stuff? Absolutely. But how many, let's say, teens or early 20s or mid-40s really want to sit there and watch Law & Order Superhero Edition? <laughs> that they is true. They, they want to be entertained. So they touch upon it enough to, to give you the, the legal setup but then they move on to showing it to you in an entertaining way. And because I'm following the thread of it, mm-hmm. the, and maybe it's because I've read a She-Hulk comic book or two, then, you know, maybe it's probably why I'm a little more accepting of it. Probably. Probably. You know? But I will I, agree. Like, there are annoying parts of the episode. So my... Um, okay, so I'm going to give a few more um, tidbits on the show. So my annoying part with the show is probably... Uh, <laughs> It was kind of annoying, but kind of funny at the same time, where she picks up the guy up off the couch and she's carrying him. It that was, was in the trailer. That was in the trailer. That was funny that was because... No, that's not a spoiler. Not a spoiler. It was funny because it was just funny to see a big woman carrying that big buff guy. Um, and then it just reminded me of like, oh man, special effects in this show is so horrible. As far as like her special effects. And I know it's still early, but it's like, oh... Like the special, like her her special effects can be a little cringy at times, depending on what she's doing. Here's the funny thing: behind the scenes, there was a bodybuilder man who lifted the other guy up behind the scenes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man. I understand where you're where that's coming from, um, because it's not the traditional male female role. Yeah. But you have, I mean, dominatrices exist because people want to be dominated. Is that what I'm trying to say? 
true so it kind of shows does. that people fetishize superheroes oh that's going to lead into a different aspect of marvel going like going forward like yeah see that to me that's what it shows that people fetishize it because wow. of what happened the next day i'm not going to spoil it but i'm just going to say because of what happened the next day you see all the fetishization of superheroes now my 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 question and my wonder is why at the end of season at the end of episode what are we three episode Four. three oh, um they the uh the um what are they like the uh, guys in the alleyway who was trying to attack her was like oh man we gotta get back to boss and tell him that this this that uh this didn't work i'm wondering when i was expecting them to kind of dive more into that this episode um but they didn't okay so well the guys that attacked her are actually a team in marvel called the wrecking crew interesting they're actually called the wrecking crew and the person who they're calling i'm guessing is the leader and the leader is the guy who ang lee's incredible hulk or in the incredible hulk movie remember yeah. he had the drops of hulk blood oh yeah yeah his yeah. head yeah that's who it is it's the leader and he's actually playing that part again in uh, thunderbolt Oh, speaking of Thunderbolts, I got I got some stuff I want to talk about Thunderbolts. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I'm actually low key kind of excited about that right now. Um, so yeah, that is uh our thoughts on She-Hulk episode four. Los loves it, I not so much. So, oh, and by the way, we're also doing our chocolate bunny scale. So Los on a scale of one to five, how many chocolate bunnies do you give episode four of She-Hulk? Three point five. A little better than halfway, but not by much. Um, I give it zero chocolate bunnies. Not one damn bunny. I'm keeping my bunnies to myself. I'm sorry. I think there are parts of it you enjoyed. <laughs> I'll give it one. I just, I just, I just want to be a troll. I just want to be a troll. Anybody okay. who's anybody who's watching live in chat, uh, let me know. I think there's a bunny emotes in the YouTube emote uh, selector. Let me know how many uh, chocolate bunnies you would get She-Hawk in chat. All right, let's jump into what we're all here for. Let's jump into the beautiful mouse in the room. Uh, D23 just happened, which is Disney's um, convention that they have every year to talk about everything that's going on in Disney. Uh, toys, game-related, movie-related, uh, everything. Side note, why do they call it D23, Los? Do you know? Uh, Disney. 23rd time they've done it. But is, isn't it called D23 every year? I thought it was called D22 last year, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know. I thought I know. it was called, I don't know. I, I literally, like, when people say, oh, Disney's going to announce X, Y, or Z, I wait for the announcements. I don't wait for what it's called. Yeah. I, I just recently started realizing that they even had a thing. I think, like, last year was the first time I realized disney has a convention i did not know that did not know that until like last year so i can kind of understand why um why you wouldn't be into the disney convention because when most people think disney convention they think they're animated cartoons princesses and all that other stuff <laughs> forgetting that star wars is involved in there marvel's involved in stuff like that because we well, have a tendency yeah. to think more of Comic-Con for those things. Yeah, I mean, all that stuff is, if you really think about it, all that stuff like Star Wars, Marvel, that's more recent. 
Disney just recently bought the rights to Star Wars. Disney just recently bought the right to like not not like recently recently, but within like the past like five to six years, they just recently started owning those companies and franchises. Well, they don't own yeah. Marvel, but partnership. So, like that's why I guess for me it was like, oh, Disney's holding a convention. I don't really care about the next Mickey Mouse video game, but you know whatever. But now we understand that there is a huge umbrella under Disney right now. And we got a lot, we got a lot of stuff that came out of Disney. Uh, first thing I want to jump into little it's mermaid focus too. Hocus Pocus too. Yes. I wasn't going to talk about it at first. Cause I didn't think you were interested. No, my girl's interested in it. Like the day it comes out, we are like, we have to have popcorn and soda and everything all laid out. Really? Where the lights are off and we have to focus on Hocus Pocus. When is that? When does that come out? Hocus Pocus two. I don't, you know. Um. So yeah, Hocus Pocus two is coming out. Um, I'm not crazy about it. I thought it was a funny movie. It was. It was pretty cool back when it came out. Like what? When did that come out? Hocus Pocus two. I mean Hocus Pocus. That came out in nineteen. Wow, nineteen ninety three. Yeah. I did not realize it was that early nineties. Holy crap. I thought it was like late 90s. 93, Hocus Pocus. So we're finally getting a sequel. I know all you Hocus Pocus fans were waiting for that one. Um Little Mermaid. Thoughts. We're getting a black Ariel. So. So. Thank you. Great response. I love it. <laughs> I don't understand what the big deal is. No, I was just curious as to like. If I was curious if you saw it differently, a lot there. I know there's some people on social media who are a little upset that um, Ariel is not of Caucasian descent. Why? Who's to say Ariel wasn't Greek or wasn't Israeli? They're both fair skinned people. So who's to say she wasn't that? True, indeed. You understand? You say what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like just because she was fair skinned, your assumption is she's white. Could have been Israeli. There are Arabs. There are certain Arabs who are very pale. Say what I'm trying to say? Like. Yeah. And then you go, oh, but she had red hair. Yeah, she's also half fish, dude. She could have any color hair. <laughs> there are fishes that are red. Oh. So I'm trying I'm, to say like I don't understand. What... What the... Like it boils. It goes back down to Star Wars with the Black Stormtrooper. Yeah, it, that's kind of funny because when I, that's the first thing I thought about. That's literally, literally the, the, the first thing I thought about. Like you remember my whole thing was I was surprised it was a black stormtrooper only because stormtroopers are based off Nazis, right? And then once I saw Finn, I was like, ooh, there's a whole new take on stormtroopers. What yeah, is yeah, this? Yeah, you know? that, yeah, that is true. And then when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is the new take on stormtroopers. You know? But like, I, I don't care that Ariel's black. Ariel be... Chinese, Korean, Indian, you know? Yeah. I don't care. Australian, Aborigine, I don't care. Really, really, really don't care. It's neither here nor there. My name in chat says, uh, okay, but keep her that way in the live action. Don't change it. Now, are you saying that my name in chat because you're a fan? Or are you saying that because you feel like if that's what the cartoon was, just be what the cartoon is like just, just give me give me a live interpretation of that character and how they looked so i mean 
I growing up, I obviously wasn't into Little Mermaid and wasn't really my thing. Um, I'm neither here nor there with it. I wouldn't care if she was black, if she was white, because I, I was never really into Little Mermaid. So for me, it doesn't hit me that hard. Um, I'm 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 gonna check it out. I'm interested. I mean, I'm I'm intrigued. I mean, I watched it because my daughter watched like Little Mermaid movies, so I'm gonna take her to go see this. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty interested to see what this looks like. See, for me, remember when we talked about Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and I said, oh, that uh, Admiral April used to be played by a white guy, and I was played by a black guy, and I was like, oh my god, why'd they do that? You know, out of curiosity, not because I was offended. Yeah, and then once I saw the actor, I was like, "Oh, okay, best actor for the role." Done. Yeah, I really don't see what the big deal is. I mean, I feel like it's. I feel like we're getting to this point now, where um, studios are starting to get more adventurous, if you, for the lack of a better term, with trying different uh, uh, races or different colors or different creeds and a certain role that was always specified as a certain race. Like we're already in talks. We've been talking about it on the podcast for a while now. Uh, Idris Elba is being considered to be the next uh, James Bond. You know, our first black James Bond. So <clears throat> that's going to be interesting. Well, I mean, why can't I mean, he's got the swag to be James Bond. Let him be James Bond. Care yeah. less about that. Yeah, let him be James Bond. I'm, I'm, I'm down. He's with that. an imaginary character. He is make believe. I don't care. Don't care. He's not real. Yeah. And and like, what is the controversy? Are there black people in England? Yes, there are. So why <laughs> can't he be black? You just say what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't see what the problem is. Okay. People think of England as this all white country and it isn't. How many yeah. Indians, people of Indian descent, of Arab descent, of african descent is there actual african descent you know what i'm trying to say yeah who cares who cares yeah england's like the rest of the rest of the modernized world all shapes creeds colors don't care so why can't james bond be black who cares why can't it be indian who cares let him be whatever he wants to be best actor for the role that's the way i look at it as long as it's a good actor that's all i care about yeah i feel you um my name in chat says, uh, yes, I was a fan growing up, um, and to change it is changing what it is. She can be any race, but keep it close to the original, just like they like to change up the music and do that either. Uh, change up the music, don't do that either. So basically she's saying that like... You have to change up the music. You have to modernize with the time. As much as we may not like it, they have to modernize. I mean, did you see the live action um, Lion King film? What, you mean the animated one that they said was live action? That one? No, they did the like an. Computer generated? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess that, for lack of a better term, like the computer generated live action version. <laughs> the computer generated movie that they said was live action. Yeah. yeah. I have zero interest in Disney movies. Okay. I was not raised on Disney. So I have zero attachment. I was okay. raised on Warner Brothers. I have zero attachment. Because they kind of attachment to Disney is Donald Duck, because I was able to watch a lot of Donald Duck cartoons. But other than that, we have no attachment. Okay. Because they did the same thing with Lion King, uh, the computer generated one. They changed a lot of songs um, in that movie, which was expected. But 
I don't know, like the way they changed it, the tempo just felt weird. It just didn't match. And then you had like live animals supposedly uh, trying to talk. It just looked weird. So sometimes chains can be great. Sometimes chains can actually like kind of hurt the film, kind of hurt the art. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, Listen, like said, my only thing is that this is if they don't ruin the crab, I'm okay. Keep him Jamaican, bro. Oh, yeah. Actually, speaking of crab, let's let's actually take a look at the cast. So we got Haley Bailey. She's going to be Ariel. Uh, Noah, Noah King. He's Prince Eric. This is an interesting casting choice. Melissa McCartney is going to play Ursula. That's kind of an interesting. Hold on. I, I got to pull it up on IMDb. Okay. Um, I can't oh, I hate that woman. I hate Melissa McCartney. I'm really that woman. I'm I'm really curious to see how that's going to turn out. Melissa McCartney. You know, uh, Ursula was actually designed after a drag queen. Really? There's a drag queen called Divine. Okay. Um, and that's who Ursula was designed after. Look it up. Look up Divine. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, if you have to, you have to look up one of Divine's songs. Divine, I'm So Beautiful, and you'll probably see one of the album covers. So mm. you can see Divine's face, and you could see that's Ursula. Ursula was designed after a drag queen. <laughs> that's, that's pretty interesting now Now that we know that. Um, who is Scuttle in... Does anybody in chat... Who, who, is, who is Scuttle from Little Mermaid? I have no idea who that is. Uh, she's being played by she's being voiced by Aquafina, uh, Shang Chi's partner in the in the Shang Chi movie, his friend. And yeah, and Aquafina had her own TV show, which was hysterical. Um, her voice is a little annoying. Um, nah, I like her voice. <laughs> What's the name of the uh, of the crab from Little Mermaid? Sebastian. Sebastian is being played by David Diggs. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about Diggs. Um, I'm trying to think what other what other movies did he play in, so I can give you an idea of who it is. I have like, no clue who that is. He like he's had a few small roles here and there. Um, but are he, like he doesn't have a Jamaican accent. I've seen a lot of his movies and shows. He doesn't have a Jamaican accent. I think they're gonna stir away from the from the Jamaican accent unless he tries to fake God, a Jamaican that is accent. Such a wrong thing. I so, thought what made that character funny because I was been I've been forced to watch the Little Mermaid was was the accent, same the way he emphasized things, the way he said it. Same, I I I one hundred I hundred percent agree. Um. Oh, the bird is going to be voiced by Aquafina. Oh, the bird really. He's gonna voice the bird, Aquafina. Oh, I can see that. You can see that. I can see that. I don't know if I can see that. Seagulls. Think about when seagulls make a sound; it's very raspy, and she has a raspy voice. So yeah, I can see that. Interesting. Uh, My name in chat says, "Well, maybe she can do the voice." Uh, Sex doesn't matter if she can pull off the voice. Yeah, that's true. It's not. It's not the fact that she's a woman. It's just like her voice. Put to that character is like oh what didn't that used to be played by um um comedian buddy something or other yes yes uh i forgot his name as well let me he see was if like i can in a mad 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 world yes um geez i forgot his name yeah it's, it's buddy something 
he was in like like he uh, voiced a lot of things back in that day, back in the nineties. He was like real. He was well, wow. Original Little Mermaid was in eighty nine. Eighty nine was the original. Eighty nine. Yeesh. Buddy wow. Hackett. Buddy, yes, Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett. Such um, yo dirty stand up, like really dirty stand up. Yeah, Buddy yeah. So his, great. His stand ups are definitely uh, interesting to say the least. Um. So yeah, I mean, interesting cast. Um, I'm really, I'm a little annoyed by Melissa McCartney playing Ursula. I, I just think it's because Melissa McCartney is just, and like she's just a very cringy actress. I, I don't like her. I don't. When she first came out, she was funny, because when? I forgot what was like her first. Like I think it was like her first, maybe second movie. I was like, oh, okay, she's kind of funny because she was different. You know, she was new on the scene, and I wasn't used to her style. But then over time, she just became so annoying that every time I see a movie with Melissa McCartney in it, I just one hundred percent avoid it. I don't care who else is in it. I just avoid it. You and me both. I, I don't we like talked her. About her and Ghostbusters. The difference between her her version of Ghostbusters and the original that in her version she never stopped talking. Yeah, like there wasn't a moment of silence. She was always talking. Yeah, that's why I'm a little worried about her playing that role. A little worried about her playing that role. Uh, but yeah, I feel like we stuck on uh, Little Mermaid a lot longer than I would have. <laughs> a lot oh, longer than I would have thought. Um, was the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so there was a lot of stuff that came out of uh, D23. We're obviously not going to be able to catch everything, but. Another one I want to jump into is Secret Invasion. We finally got a trailer for that. What's your thoughts on that, Los? I think that it's going to be a serious detachment from the normal Marvel stuff. Because to me, this seems like, like, you know, like Secret Spy stuff. Yeah. And that's 100%. what it seems like. And, and I think that's going to be interesting to see, like, the spy clandestine version of Marvel. Yeah. I agree. Um, the, the trailer was really interesting. I watched it like two or three times. Um, and like I said before, like Marvel is trying something different. This one is going to be really different from what they're normally used to. I feel like it's going to be almost in the vein of like Falcon Winter Soldier, but a little less superhero-y. Actually, I think it's going to be more of Jason Bourne. Okay. That's Good kind person. of the feeling I get. It's more Jason Bourne than, than Falcon and Winter Okay. Um, what time period do you think this is? Current this time. Current. Because I noticed that there's a moment where, like, throughout the show, he's, like, not wearing the eye patch, And then, like, towards the end of the trailer, he's, like, wearing it, and it's all dramatic. That, that's why I was well, curious. Like, is this a different time period? I No, I don't think so. Here's the thing, too. Like, I've known people who've actually worn eye patches, mm -hmm. and they don't always wear it. Like, if they're with someone they know for a long time, they'll take off the iPad. They're like, oh, this fucking thing. They'll just talk to you. But when they go out in public, because most people are disturbed by it, they'll wear the iPad. Because the, the one scene where he's having that conversation, he's not wearing it. He's talking to somebody you know. Is that what I'm trying oh, to say? So yeah. that's kind of why I kind of get that feeling. Unless he puts on the iPad, it's like, okay, go, that uniform. <laughs> you know? uh, but I, I just kind of think it was. it's just... Um, not wearing it for because the moment didn't call for it. The other thing is too is if you're looking for somebody with an eye patch, you you you're gonna look for somebody with an eye patch. If you're looking for somebody with an eye patch and they don't wear it, 
they're gonna walk right by you and you're not gonna see them true indeed true indeed yeah i mean uh it, it, it looks it looks interesting um i'm i'm glad that we're getting like uh, a show that's dedicated to Nick Fury's like story and his a- adventure and stuff like that. So um, it looks like he's going to be dealing with the uh, scrolls in, in this one. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for this. I, I'm like when they first announced it, I was a little iffy about what we were going to get. But then when they said that Nick Fury was going to be in it and it might in- include the scrolls, I was immediately like, oh, yes, I, I-, I want this. Well, remember this. when we started talking about uh, Captain Marvel and how I said how the Skrulls were a bad guy and now they're a good guy? Yeah. So it makes me really wonder how the secret invasion is going to be because in the comic book, it was the Skrulls who were kidnapping the original heroes and they were pretending to be them. Hmm. So, so I'm very curious what the storyline of Secret Invasion is because it's now really far detached. Yeah. So yeah, this is going to be completely fresh yeah i mean uh i'm definitely looking forward to this one I definitely can't wait um so yeah we got we have secret invasion um we got a trailer for mandalorian season three are you excited for that one uh, i'm excited for season three but i thought the trailer was lackluster and the Agreed. reason why is they had so much footage from season one and two i would have liked to see more footage from season three that's I'm... the only reason why i thought the trailer was lackluster but I'm very excited for season three. I really want to see it. And they've showed little bits and pieces and clips that are from the Clone Wars cartoon. And now we see going to see it live action. I will 100% agree with you. Um, the trailer got me excited. Um, but yeah, I, I did feel a little like lackluster. I'm like, okay, can we see something from season, uh, you know, from season three? And then they show more from last season, more from last season. I'm like, okay, can we see more for season three? And then it's like they gave us a little bit, and then they gave us season two, and they gave us a little bit, and, and I'm like, all right. Uh, I was just expecting a little more from it since we haven't really heard much about the new season, like since the last one ended, basically. So I was really yeah. just ex- expecting to get like some kind of tea, something to be like, oh man, this character's gonna be in it, or just something to like add that little sauce. Um, it was okay. It was an okay trailer. I mean, I'm not like. Um, totally disappointed i just wanted a little more of a look at season three instead of like looking back to season two here are the here are the the four things that i got out of the trailer that are from season three that i'm excited about okay the original mandalorian throne room where ahsoka and um darth maul fought at the end of the clone war they showed a bit of a bit of that throne room through the window bo katan uh the fact that the mandalorian now has a droid Yes. Shows growth in the character, which yes. I thought was great. They showed the dome city on Mandalore in ruins. Excited about that. Mm-hmm. And I was excited that Bo-Katan <laughs> was sitting on a replica of the throne on Mandalore. Yeah. I think a lot of the story from season three is going to be how Bo-Katan wants the Darksaber, and the only way she can get it is to fight Mando and... If she does that, is that going to cause a rift in the Mandalorian because they're from different clans? And are people going to start following Mando because he has the Darksaber? Like, those are the things that I think is going to be part of season three, and I'm really excited about that. I just think, I'm hoping because this is the first trailer, they didn't put in a lot of footage. I hope yeah. the second trailer will be better. 
Yeah. But they did show three or four shots that made me excited for season three because I'm like, okay, they're def they're evolving the character and evolving the story, and I was I'm really looking forward to that. But it was only those couple of shots that really got me excited in the trailer. The rest of it, I was like, okay, I've seen this. Yeah. <laughs> shot. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Uh, that that might have to be another one, another show that we follow very closely once it drops. We'll add that to our first. Honestly, our, our that's one, one of series. the few shows that I think we can kind of almost do a weekly review. Yes. Because that show is that good. But yes, we have is. to warn people that it is full of spoilers. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Do it maybe like a day or two later. Give people a chance to watch it. Yeah, true, true, true. Because I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm I don't even know if I want to continue to do more. Take one with uh, She-Hulk. I I, well, I just dude, don't know. you committed us. I did. Did you I really know? Did I really though? Yes, you have. How many episodes have we done? Series halfway through. I guess we gotta stick it in there, chat. We gotta stick it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, stick in there for the long haul. Um, so yeah, Mando season three, can't freaking wait. And I honestly, I slept on Mandalorian. I watched Mandalorian insanely late. I don't think I watched it until like midway through season two. I was like, all right, I guess I'll give the show a try. Freaking Damn, loved it. Really, you waited that long? I waited that long because I had because it was like it was the first Star Wars TV show. I was like, it's probably not gonna be that great. You know, and, and this is when Disney first started doing their like streaming service thing. And I was like, this is probably not going to be that great. And then I watched it. I was like, I was a freaking fool. Freaking love it. The Dark uh, Legion says you can't leave and try to tap out midway. The man's right. You got to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, dude, if you one. stuck through Boba Fett, you can stick through She-Hulk. <laughs> you know what? That is a good point. That is a very good point. Everybody in, everybody in the community knows I hated Boba Fett. Oh my did. goodness, man! I hated that show. But Not supposedly, good. there's a new cut of Boba Fett that makes it the series watchable. Yes, yes, the there guy is. who I... turned the Obi Wan Kenobi series into a movie, he also did with someone else. He also did the Boba Fett. Series. I want to watch both, but I don't know where. Yeah, I, I, I can't find it. I don't know where the heck it is. Don't know. Um, if anybody, if anybody listening or watching knows, let let us know for sure. The Thunderbolts. Seem a little weird for me. Why? Well, let me pull up the lineup so I can explain. Yeah, I have the lineup here too. I'm going to pull that up. Um, I'm actually pretty excited. <clears throat> I Actually, at first, I wasn't excited about the Thunderbolts because I didn't know much about it. Okay, here's, here's the thing that makes me not excited about it. Okay? Um, the Winter Soldier's there. The Thunderbolts in the comic books are a bunch of bad guys pretending to be good guys, pretending to be the West Coast Avengers. Um, and that's the whole shtick of it. Now, here you have uh, Winter Soldier, who's now a good guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, the black, the new Black Widow, her sister. Yeah. Who is kind of in the middle. Um, and the other ones are just straight up bad guys. So I'm wondering how does he, how does Bucky fit into that? Like yeah, he's the I, one character that feels out of place. It's kind of funny you say that because I was literally thinking the same thing. Um, and you guys could look this up online as well. They officially announced the uh, 
the um, actual cast. Uh, we also like, yeah, I mean, all right, so I'm getting way ahead of myself. So yeah, Bucky, that was just, that was kind of weird because like you said, after we, what we got in the Captain America TV show, uh, we have a sense that I wouldn't be say he's a good guy, but he's kind of like a little leaning more towards the good side, not deciding to kill people now and all that stuff like that. So, but for him to be involved in this group is like, okay, why? That just looks a little weird. Like, like, why is he there? And if he's there, I'm guessing this would have to be current time. I don't think this is like a, like a previous time period, like a few years before when I mean, like the, the Captain America show, I would assume that this is a current time. Um, so where is that coming from? To me, this looks like this is taking part after Falcon and Winter Soldier, after Ant-Man, uh, and after, um, the Black Widow movie. Because here you have Black Widow's sister, Black Widow's dad, and Taskmaster, who's the enemy of those two. Now you have, uh, Agent USA, who was the enemy of Bucky, and now you have Ghost which was not their enemy, but was a bad guy. Sort of. Yeah, for uh, Ant-Man, right? Yes. Ant-Man yeah, so this... Wasp. Yeah. Uh, so this is... Is this... I guess maybe that's the interesting part. The fact that these guys don't look like they should even be in the same room with each other, some of them. You know, maybe that's the part that's interesting. It's also interesting that we're getting... um, What is his name? Red... Red... um, What's the name's father? Black Widow's father. Uh, Red Patriot or something like that? Something like that. Somebody correct this in chat. Hold on. I gotta look that up myself. I, I, I don't... It's Red something. I think it's... And it's not It's not Red Patriot. It can't be Red Patriot or something and else. why isn't Captain Zemo in there? Baron yes. Zemo, excuse me? Yes. I, I honestly thought Zemo was going to be in this. Like, when they first mentioned um, Thunderbolts, I automatically assumed that he was going to be there. Yeah, me too. So, so if, I thought um, him and the Abomination would be there, but they're not. Red Red Guardian, that's who it is. Red Guardian, yes, that's right. Yeah, so Red Guardian is going to be in this as well. Um, I can understand him being there. His daughter's there. Maybe he's trying to protect her. I don't know. There's probably something going on with the family. That makes that sense. That makes, I didn't even think about that. That makes a lot of sense. Um. So, yeah, it's just... Um. But all the other characters... I mean, just I, I think the thing that's just a little weird about this would have to be uh, Bucky. I, I think that's the weirdest thing for me in this whole thing is why yeah. is Bucky here? There's got to be a reason. Uh, if he why, was in why the is center position in, the, in that concept art, then I'd be like, okay, he's the leader. He, he's taking over. He's going to try to straighten these guys out. Yeah. You know, kind of like pushing it as Marvel's version of Suicide Squad almost. But um, I don't know. He just seems oddly placed. That's what I think this is going to be. I, I think this is going to be Marvel's version of Suicide Squad. Honestly, I, I think that's like when I first heard about it, I was like, yeah, that's basically what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ironheart so, was announced, which I'm excited about. Yes, can't wait for Ironheart. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, what's the other one? Um, Daredevil with, Born Again, Echo. I'm really excited for Echo because... Uh, I was really hoping you'd say that. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for Echo because... Um, what was it? Ah, jeez. Um, oh, what show was she on? It's escaping my mind right now. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yes. Uh, the uh, deaf character that was in Hawkeye. Uh, I don't remember her her name in the show. Um, she was she she freaking kicked ass in that show. It's the same she character. Re- 
Yeah, same character. Same character. Um, the fact that once again, I feel like I'm talking about this all the time. We have a uh, deaf uh, superhero villain basically in the MCU. So anytime we get that representation, I'm all in. I'm ready to go. And the fact that she's getting her own show. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. The second time Marvel has done it. Yes, it is. It is in big, big freaking props, big props to Marvel, you know, uh, adhering to my sensitive side for the deaf community because my son is Think deaf. About it. So. They have two deaf, they have two deaf superheroes mm-hmm. and they have one blind superhero. Ooh, I forgot. Yeah. Daredevil. Daredevil's blind. You're right. You're right. Which side note, I'm going to be getting ready to watch Daredevil soon because I'm trying to get ready for uh, Born Again. You know, that's Gotta 18 get. episodes. Born Again. Daredevil? Yes. That's ridiculous. That's 18 maybe maybe old school television like 18 that 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 is old school television maybe that's why they shortcutting on the special effects they're trying to save that money for daredevil (laughs) probably you know um see like i said we got a lot of great stuff that came out of d23 um we got a couple marvel games just like a marvel card game i forgot the name of it um but there's a few more like little mini games, card games, and stuff like that's coming out through Marvel. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, the next Indiana Jones movie was teased. Yes. Um, I want to say I'm excited for it. The last one wasn't that great, but I feel like this one might have better direction. So I'm like temporary my expectations for this one. I'm still going to check it out because I'm a huge fan of the uh, old school Indiana Jones movies. Huge fan. So, yeah. Four was I'm, terrible, but I'm hoping five will be the apology. Four was uh, I, I I I pretend that that movie never existed, so I don't. I you don't know what talk the sad it. part is? It was good till a certain point, and then it just went. Yes, kind of veered off. It just went like there was a point. Spoilers, but whatever. This movie's been out for like a decade. Like it went from like like adventure to we're being invaded by aliens. I was like, what? Oh yeah, <laughs> what? and then Shia LaBeouf swinging through the trees like Tarzan. Yeah, I was just like, oh, what am I watching? What is this? I feel like the director didn't know. He wanted to make like five movies in his entire life, and he was like, I'm getting this one chance. I'm going to put them all in one. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly literally, what it felt like. <laughs> that's literally what it was. So, yeah, it, it, it was ridiculous. It, it was it was weird. Um, Yeah, like I said, we got a lot of great stuff coming out of Disney. Disney's doing their thing. Uh, Marvel is picking up steam um, as always. They are rolling right now. Uh, I just I can't wait for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I think that's the that's the next Marvel content that we're getting. I believe after She Hulk. Can't yeah. wait. Can't wait. So looks like we're gonna get a little bit of a break before we get um, Black Panther because it doesn't come out to November. So after She Hulk, we got a few weeks, maybe a month, and then we're gonna be jumping into Black Panther. Yeah, so, we'll see. Um, other than that, Los, do you have anything you want to leave the beautiful people with before we get out of here today? Um, She-Hulk is not as bad as KJ says. It's actually not bad. Pretty good. No, it's actually worse than what I say. No, no, no. no I'm it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. You know, and that's the thing. It's one of those things where like not, not all shows can be like ultra mega level danger threat. Some just have to be lighthearted. She-Hulk is that. Um, yeah. Don't forget Hocus Pocus on September 30th. Uh, Los is gonna love it. Los is gonna love it. No, was it? Listen, it, it's it again. It's one of those films. It, it's a Disney film, so I wasn't raised on it, so I know nothing about it. I mean, the only thing I know from the first Hocus Pocus is from the trailer. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. That's it. That's my extent of my knowledge of it. <laughs> uh, and um, 
Oh god, what's his name? Hold on, give me one second. I gotta find. Dart Legion in chat says, "Plus, finding some bunnies on Amazon for KJ." Yeah, buddy. That's right. You better find some chocolate bunnies. Uh, and your girl in chat says, "I'll never get them." Ah, come on. Think positive. Listen, bro. Listen, if those Puerto Rican women of ours get together, bro, you you better come up with those chocolate bunnies. <laughs> you don't want two Puerto Rican women managed. No, we do not. Um. So yeah. Um. Wait. What, what are you? Hold on. What what are I'm you? looking for the name of one actor. IMDb. Doug Jones, um, who's Commander Saru on Star Trek Discovery. He's been in a ton of horror movies, and he, he plays that one dead guy in Hocus Pocus. The one the with one... his mouth stitched up. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? That's him? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's cool that they're bringing him back. Um, the, the, act, the actresses are, like, really up, up there in age, but, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter because, you know, it's kind of it's it's a kid's movie. Yeah. You know, as long as they look the part, the kids are not going to care. And the adults who watch it, you know, after they start seeing these characters act the same way, they're going to, like, in their minds, de-age them. You know what I'm trying to say? True, indeed. True it's indeed. like us, when we watch Indiana Jones, we're not looking at Harrison. We're going, oh, man, he's going to do something. We're going, yeah, go Indy. Yeah, Indy. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I'm I'm loving is the actor who played Short Round in Indiana Jones 2. He has a whole new acting career now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Short Round, that was my guy. That yeah, was, he, that was my he guy. He is in everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes, yes, he is. Actually, he's in that movie, and he's getting a lot of movie roles now, and getting a lot of work, and I'm super happy for him. Hey. Hashtag short round, guys, for sure. He's doing his thing, man. Yeah, there was a picture of him and Harrison Ford together. Oh, Loving, yeah. Reese. They came out on D23, and I was like, look, it's short round in Indy. <laughs> oh, man. You got to you gotta love pop culture. Yo, I bro. hope, I yeah, swear I to God, he better be in the next Indiana Jones movie, because I think that would be amazing. If they put short round in Indiana Jones, I will lose my mind. Me too. I will, I will lose my mind. Indy, Indy. Harrison Ford was getting kind of emotional on stage at the uh, D23 um, convention talking about the Indiana Jones movie saying that, listen, like, this is going to be different. I'm guessing he he was kind of talking about it, but not really talking about how the last one wasn't that great. And this one was going to be different. This one was going to, like, really represent the true story or, like, the true feel of the Indiana Jones universe. So they, I think they have to. You have to bring short round, even if it's just like a two minute cameo. Bring yeah. him in. I don't care, you know. So I'm, I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look for it. Um, other than that, um, yeah. So do you have any other recommendations? Do you have any recommendations you want to leave the people before we get out of here? Um, I can't recommend anything right now because everything that I want to watch is getting released here, pretty much. Okay. You know? Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. <laughs> Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek? Just, yeah, again, just watch Star Trek. Well, actually, no. Honestly, the what I would recommend is Evil Season 3. You watched it? No, dude, I started to watch it. I think I got like two or three episodes in. Oh, my God. I told it you. so good. I told you. I recommended Evil like probably last year i was like los no we I actually didn't we recommend didn't kieran i recommend it to you no i reckon wait did you maybe you did. did maybe you did yeah you probably did i don't remember but no i think i recommended it to you because i because i've been watched that show like I'm, I'm already done 
And then I was like, Lil, you gotta watch it. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I think I'll check it out. Yeah, no, I, I think. I think... Different. You know what? <laughs> it might have been. A... in chat, she could tell us. Was yeah. it Keith who recommended it, or did we recommend it to him? Let me know. Let I me don't know. remember. Um, yes to which one? No, yes. she's going yes to how good it is. Oh, uh, yes, dude. I told you that show. Anybody who's watching or listening, if you have not watched Evil on, I think, what is it on Paramount? Yeah, it's on Paramount. Oh, no. She recommended it to me, and I recommended it to you, according to her. Yeah, it was me, and I got it to Will, so I showed me. Oh, okay. Probably. Okay. Right. Um, But yeah, for anybody who is watching or listening right now, uh, if you have not watched Evil on Paramount, you need to watch it. When you get finished listening to this podcast, go watch the first episode. Just just watch it. It watch is an amazing. It, it is an amazing. Getting better yes. and better and better every episode. And you're in season one, right? No, I'm in season three. Oh, you're in season three? I'm in season three, episode two or three. Jeez, such a good show, bro. Freaking loved it. Like, oh, it, it, it just, it leaves you on the edge of your seat. It really and does. And the twist from the season finale, the last minute of the season finale to, to the first episode of season three, so good. Oh, so yes. So good. Yes. Did you... I really, I really want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it. What Why did you do it at the end of season three? Let's do, let's do uh, a take one on evil. Okay, that's fine. I just want to get a quick reaction from you. What did you think when you saw the final scene in season one going into season two? Do you, do you remember the final scene in season one? It, in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Yes. Yo, I had me at the edge of my seat. I'm like, well, no, I need to see more. <laughs> but my true reaction of holy shit, I need to see season three was the last couple of minutes of the finale of season two. That had me like, oh my God, I need to see this show. I forgot. You got to tell me after the show. I'm sorry, anybody who's like listening or watching. That he just, he, he just took his vows to be a priest. Oh, yes. I man, my I I was upset. I was upset. For anybody who's watching or listening, who's seen the show, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, you know. you know what we're talking about. Um, so yeah, another show I'm gonna recommend to you when you're done watching Evil. I don't know if you watched it yet on Apple TV. If you don't have Apple TV, subscribe to it. This show is worth. Yeah, we it. have it. Um, Severance. I think I mentioned it on the show before. I if, watched a recap of the season. I didn't actually watch the season and the recap didn't seem interesting. No, no, dude. Rust me. Don't watch a trailer. Don't read anything. Just watch the show. I thought the same thing. The first episode was like, what is this? Uh, whatever. I actually thought about stop watching the show. When I got I to like give it the same chance you gave Strange New World. Uh... <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the conclusion of J House Radio, episode 68. I hope you enjoyed the show. Do not take anything Lil says serious. He's a very, very, very bad man. He eats Listen, people, and I'm pretty sure he's a cannibal. Just because the next episode is number 69, don't be thinking nothing dirty, people, okay? Oh, and just for that, I'm going to come up with something crazy. Next episode is going to be a wacky one. I'm going to come up with something crazy. I had an idea for next episode, but I might scrap it just to make a wacky episode. Just because you said that. Oh, but we still got to do a She-Hulk review. You can't back out. <laughs> committed. <laughs> committed. You committed. Um, 
All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. My recommendation for today is I probably recommended it already, but go watch Severance on um, Apple TV. It's a freaking good show. It will the, literally the last episode. Some people will say edge of my seat. I was legitimately on the edge of my seat on the last scene in Severance. And then when that movie faded to black, I fell on the floor crying. I was like, no, I want to watch more Severance. Can't wait. Season two is going to be freaking awesome. Watch Severance. That's what happened to me watching So Showgirls. I was like, no, somebody paid for that. Oh, my goodness gracious. We're out of here, bro. We're out of here, guys. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. If you're watching us live, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to us on your favorite Apple podcast or Spotify or wherever, leave a review. I really appreciate it. It would definitely help Los out because, you know, he's an emotional guy. He right. cries if he doesn't get likes or comments. Please, Los, ladies and gentlemen. Please, Los. We'll catch you guys later.